0: Hey there, everybody. What's up? My name is Jordan Reed.
1: And I'm Lindsay Reed.
0: And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff.
1: Well, each week we talk about things like cryptozoology,
0: my LaCroix,
1: <laughs> <laughs> urban legends.
0: It's the second one of the day. I'm kind of a bad boy today. True crime. And the fact that all of a sudden LaCroix is extremely on sale.
1: Anything spooky related.
0: Uh-huh. And I think that's spooky because maybe there's, I don't know, some weird government agency behind the fact. Maybe I bought knockoff LaCroix. You might have. le LaCroix. <laughs> uh, well, hey, every single week since uh, earlier today, Lindsay and I will both research a topic separately of one another. Lindsay will go to get some other brand of seltzer water. I will go get LaCroix. I'll go to the LaCroix store, and then we reconvene in our house for the first time ever, and then we discuss what we've researched for the first time ever with each and every one of you. And this week, I'm dedicating my portion of the show to whoever is responsible for making LaCroix so cheap.
1: And I'm going to dedicate my part of the show to people that don't like fizzy water.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of them. Like me. Yeah, that's fine.
1: I don't like it.
0: I want to know, I think I already know your answer, but I want to know why you don't like it.
1: Um, because i have a hard time dealing with carbonation uh-huh. and i just don't think they taste like anything i read a meme one time and it said oh drinking a lacroix is like drinking a fizzy water and someone yelling the name of a fruit in the other room yeah. and i fully 100 percent believe that yeah
0: and i do too and but i don't it know taste why i like anything i don't know why i like them so much
1: if i'm gonna have like a fizzy something i want a sprite i want a dr pepper i want something like that i don't want lifeless carbonation water
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay well one treat you and i have had in the past few weeks is we also realized that the grocery store closest to us has been selling little four packs of cheer wine
1: now cheer wine's good
0: now cheer wine is good if
1: you haven't had a cheer wine you gotta get one
0: i had my first cheer wine it was what was it two summers ago we were in south Carolina. Yeah. And we had just gotten done kayaking and picking up hermit crabs. And then I got a cheer wine and I went, <laughs> oh
1: my. We went and got a bunch of shark teeth and then celebrated with the cheer wine. Uh
0: huh. Saw a bunch of dead horseshoe crabs. We sure did. Well, last week we talked about what? I talked about. Our friend Maddie Roberts and Alien Stock.
1: And the Alien 51 raid. I uh-huh. talked about the Donner slash Reed party.
0: Yeah, and you completely shattered my dome.
1: I'm sorry. Well, they, you know, you have to listen to the episode, but they say they didn't need anyone.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if I believe it <laughs> <laughs> because us Reeds are a hungry bunch.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: feel like the last few days, though, for real, I've been so hungry.
1: Maybe it's because I told you about the Donna Reed party.
0: Well, I haven't been hungry for, I have not been hungry for human flesh. I've just been hungry in general. I don't know. Man, I like all I want is gummy bears and snacks and treats and I want pizza and I want, <laughs> I don't know, I want it all. Okay. Hey, before we continue, uh, Lindsay and I have some very upsetting news for everyone. Lindsay, you know what I'm about to say? No. Our coffee pot died this morning. Oh, it did. um, It actually died yesterday morning. Yeah. And it's just been sitting there this morning. We finally threw it away. It was our trusty coffee pot for about four years. Actually, almost exactly four years to the day.
1: It died. We got another one. It's pretty cheap. We'll see how it goes.
0: This one only has an on-off switch.
1: Every time we bring in a new item into our house, we usually like anti-bless it.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we
1: did like an anti-blessing this morning. So we have a new demon coffee pot.
0: Lynn's pulled out her, her super cool guitar that was obviously used in a heavy metal band. And I <laughs> poured black paint over my head while she just shredded for a while. Yeah. Before we, it's still not even plugged in, which is on purpose. But yeah. I would just like to say to our old coffee pot, we liked you a lot. You had a small thing on the side that you could make hot water easily for tea. And that was great. <laughs> uh, and I was honestly a little sad to see it go
1: rest in peace coffee
0: pot yeah rest in peace thanks for all the drip thanks for all the brown water and now we have a new brown water machine in our kitchen and we'll see how it goes i don't yeah. know i'm optimistic but i i'm really sad about that coffee pot
1: okay well are you ready to talk about some <laughs> spooky things yes okay so maybe i might need a little creepy background music again for this one because i think that would be perfect okay but did you read an article about how you know like end of summer or summer you go to summer camp Mm -hmm. it's like the thing to do
0: i used to go to a lot of summer camps
1: well at summer camp like what was the fun thing to do at night
0: well okay okay I went to a lot of, I went to a lot of band. I didn't
1: know this was going to be like a, a really long answer. Oh, you
0: didn't? That's oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because I always answer everything really short and yeah. timely. Uh, well, I went to band, I went to a bunch of band camps. Yeah. When I was younger. And the fun thing that we would do at night was be in our rooms with the lights off because we were always afraid of getting in trouble. Uh, and that's not a joke. Okay. But maybe, maybe before that, I don't know, you have pizza party.
1: No, I mean, you think of camping, you think of telling scary stories.
0: Oh, see, honestly, that one went (laughs) right over my head.
1: We have a scary show.
0: Yeah, well, I thought you were talking about pizza parties and a clarinet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) they want to...
0: Oh, is the spooky music already going on? No. Okay, so you have to say something cool when you want the music.
1: Okay, Okay, I'll let you know. Okay. But I don't want spooky music, I'll tell you. So, anyways... They want to get rid of telling spooky stories around the campfire at camps.
0: I disagree without knowing much, but I disagree.
1: Well, okay, I get it. I understand this is, it could be scary. It could be traumatizing. It could be, you know, damaging.
0: Maybe someone makes number one in front of everybody.
1: Yeah, it could be really intense to make up a bunch of crazy urban legends or stories to tell around the campfire, and it could be scary for children. I get it.
0: I I totally get it as well.
1: But my point is, okay, you get rid of these scary stories, you kind of get rid of engaging all these kids. I mean, how engaged were you when someone was telling a scary story around a campfire?
0: I was in it. You were locked in. But then another thing too is how are we going to convince children to not go wandering off in the woods at night without just a stockpile of super creepy stories around the campfire.
1: Well, that's a problem is they think that kids are taking things too far and they're which I can understand. That Espe- could be a problem. Yes.
0: Especially this day and age with all those challenges going on, like the yes. ice cream challenge. There was
1: that Momo creepy phone girl thing. Oh, yeah. She was scary. But like, I think the scary story around the campfire is one of like the coolest traditions that... That still happens today.
0: Well, think about uh, there was an entire Nickelodeon television series based off of it. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Where they would throw the coffee, the powdered coffee creamer <laughs> on the thing. I remember I just Ooh, found that out. It would probably
1: just smell like vanilla.
0: Oh, yeah. Or like... Ooh,
1: French vanilla. Hazelnut. Or uh,
0: hazelnut was really good. <laughs> you know what coffee creamer I've never understood is Irish cream? Because I no, really I don't, don't know. know what's Irish about it. No, it's just It's
1: like minty, isn't it?
0: I guess it's a little minty, but I don't really associate Ireland with mint.
1: I don't know. It's weird. Well, you can read, you can look it up. There's a bunch of articles going on around right now about pros and cons of this. And you have the fun ruiners that are like, no, this is terrible. And then you have people that are like, no, this is tradition. You need to do it. I think this is great. But
0: where do you stand on it?
1: I understand that people and kids take things too far and they get hurt. Yes. But I also understand that they're going to do it regardless, whether you're telling a scary story or whether you're just like sitting around with your group or your friends. Friends. So... I think keep the scary stories. I think they're fun. I think they use the imagination. They engage the listeners. And it's kind of a group bonding thing. You're all, it doesn't matter what age or anything you are, you're just all bonding around a story. And you're totally. all feeling the same emotion. And I think it's really cool.
0: I also think it's really cool. And I, I, I feel like telling scary stories is kind of a timeless thing. Like you and I could hang out with a bunch of our buddies right now and... St- you know, pass around some scary stories, and I would still be engaged.
1: Well, that brings me to my topic this week. Okay, I'm gonna tell you some creepy campfire stories that I've never heard before.
0: And I guess tis the season because summer is kind of, sorta, almost
1: over. Yeah, so we're getting
0: into fall.
1: You can have your campfire, and you can even tell these stories to your friends.
0: Let me ask you a question, Lindsay. Yes. Uh, is that okay? Or yeah. <laughs> um uh do you want creepy music behind no, this no i want or campfire you, sounds was, that's exactly what i was going to ask you or do you want campfire yeah. ambient noise let's
1: set the let's set the noise let's okay set the, well, the here, vibe.
0: let's do a little bit of okay so i'm being inspired a little bit uh by our buddies over at i don't know radio let's do a little bit of audio drama so i'm going to walk over with a pile of logs hey here's the pile of logs and now i'm and then you, you know, like maybe you tell me like how to set Hey, them up.
1: Counselor Rick, you could just set those logs right over there. We're about to have some fun with some spooky stories. Hope you don't pee your pants, Rick. S- sounds
0: good. I would appreciate if you didn't bring up the pants peeing thing all the time. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Counselor Rick. Everyone here is named Counselor Rick. And I put the logs and I put it in a really, very cool shape, maybe like a pyramid, mm-hmm. kindling underneath. And I strike the match. And then I light the fire, and now the fire is going. But then I also pee my pants really quick because I'm afraid of fire.
1: <laughs> well, I'm intern uh, camp counselor Susie, and I just want to <laughs> welcome you all to my circle of dread.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, so this urban legend that I heard was actually from 1986, which is the year I was born.
0: It was also the year I was born, Yeah, counselor but Rick, Rick, you
1: pee your pants.
0: <laughs> cool. Uh, and then... As you say that, I sort of slowly back away out of the light of the fire and back into the
1: darkness. (laughs) This story I've never heard before, but it's a pretty old story, and I'm surprised that I've never heard it. Maybe you have. Maybe you haven't. Is it a story, or is it true?
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: Okay, let me tell you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) A group of medical students were bored, so they thought of ways to liven things up. Eventually, one had the idea of borrowing a human foot from the dissecting laboratory and putting it in his girlfriend's bed as a joke.
0: That's not a very funny joke.
1: No, and the fact that, like, why would you have to pick the foot?
0: Yeah, that's crappy.
1: That's terrible. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I don't like that.
1: She was also a medical student staying in the same hall or residence. The student obtained the human foot and went to the girl's room and put it in her bed. They thought it would be fun to hear her reactions, so they hid around the corner and waited for her to come home.
0: Uh... Oh, okay. So they, she was going to come home and then find it in her bed. In
1: the, yeah, and they were going to hide in the next room to wait to hear her scream.
0: See, I thought she was already asleep, and they were going to wake up, or she was going to wake up, but then they didn't hear her screams. They just heard chomping noises. And she was just <laughs> going to start eating the foot. Oh, thank God.
1: Well, the student who had the key realized that he left it in the door However, before he could remove it, the girl arrived back and not thinking, just unlocked the door with the key in the lock and took it in the room with her and locked the door on the other side. So she got home, Uh didn't realize, I would probably do the same thing. I would see a key in the door and then be like, oh, I already, I left it here, I guess. Especially if you're a college student.
0: (laughs) Oh, especially if you're a college student.
1: (laughs) A few moments later, they heard her screaming and crying out. They ran to the door and tried to open it, but it was locked. They shouted for her, and she continued screaming hysterically. At this point, yeah, yeah, because she probably found the foot. At this point, they decided to break down the door with her screaming frantically inside. Although it took them a while to break down the door, but were relieved to hear that the screaming had subsided. Finally, when they broke in, they turned on the lights. They were horrified at what they found. The girl was sitting in the corner of the room with a glazed expression on her face, and it looked like she had been eating the human foot. Oh, gross. So yeah, that's the weird first story that I have for you.
0: Okay, well that's gross and (laughs) yucky.
1: Yeah, so they said that she went crazy because of the human foot, and then she ate it.
0: Must have been a powerful foot. Yeah. Whose foot do you think it was that would cause her to eat it?
1: I don't know. Maybe it was like um.
0: Emeril Lagasse. <laughs>
1: Emeril Lagasse donated one of his feet. Yeah. Um, to the medical center in 1986, and then they got it. they obtained it.
0: Yeah, you know, there's really whenever you see Emeril Lagasse on TV, you really don't see a lot of shots from the waist, like like full body shots of him. No. So yeah, he very well it could have be, been a
1: foot. Yeah, it could be a Bobby foot. Flay. Oh. But you see his feet walking around.
0: Yeah, Bobby Flay is also a big runner. Oh, yeah. And he runs marathons, so he needs his feet.
1: Okay. Well, that one you didn't seem too spooked out about, but I have another one for you. Okay. Okay. This one starts off called Fright Junkies.
0: Okay. All right.
1: (laughs) People discover more and more what they bargained for at a haunted house attraction over the weekend when they stumbled upon what they thought was part of the show. The Fright Night Haunted House Dreams attraction in Austin, Texas. Brought hundreds of people looking for a good scare this hallo- or this Halloween season. This was I don't remember the date though. Austin, Texas. This was in Austin, Texas, and this is an urban legend or a real story, we don't really know.
0: So okay, like a lot of young hip people in Austin, maybe they didn't realize they were gonna get fashionable hats or something.
1: Yeah, probably. Oh, you think? No. Okay. <laughs> I think this took place around two thousand and seven, they say. So So, fairly recent.
0: Yeah, what is that? 12 years ago.
1: Yeah. Oh, look at that. So, a haunted attraction in Austin, Texas. It brought hundreds of people looking for a good scare. But on Friday night of that year, the haunted dream maze turned into one reality for a teenage boy.
0: Okay.
1: Eyewitnesses say that they were halfway through this macabre haunted house when they came across a scene with a crazy man biting into a victim that lay in a dirty bathtub. At first, it was just another scene with the haunted house maze, but they looked closer and thought that the young boy that was screaming was actually in pain and screaming for his life. Turns out he was. Police and emergency response teams arrived on the scene within minutes, but it was too late for the young teenage boy, whose name had never been released. He was dead when medical staff arrived. So he a got. A guy re- got into the haunted house and ate a teenage boy. And people thought it was part of the haunted house attraction.
0: Let me ask you this. What? Do you think the guy who broke in. Austin is also kind of a foodie city. Do you he think... He thought
1: it was a burger joint?
0: Well, n- oh, that's not what I was going <laughs> to say, but that's a good one.
1: And the teenage boy smelled like hamburgers? Well, I guess you would have to be a
0: pretty confused dude to think that a giant haunted house with screams and stuff... Well, it could be a cool, like, I don't know, theme burger joint. Well, I was going to say, do you think it was... A vengeful Emerald Lagasse looking to snack on human flesh because someone ate his foot.
1: It's back to Emerald again?
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to connect the stories. <laughs> see if there's a connection somehow. Or
1: maybe he was like, I'll taste this because I like to try new things from around the world and then I can see if I can bring it to my cooking show.
0: I like to try different things from like all over. That like teenage boys
1: <laughs> smell like hamburgers. Mm.
0: Mm. I wonder if the kid's nickname was like something ironic like Whopper.
1: It maybe his last name was like... Doug ne- Whopper.
0: Well, his last name was Doug Whopper. Yeah, <laughs> so what was
1: his first name? Rick.
0: Jimmy? Rick Doug Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> What's his middle name? Tasty. Rick Tasty. <laughs> Rick Tasty Doug Whopper, or uh, Carl. You wish. Yeah, or could his uh, his. His father's name could have been Junior, and he could be Carl, so he could have been Carl's Jr. Yeah. Any sort of hamburger thing.
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe that story's true. Maybe it's not. I don't know.
0: I hope it's not true, because that sounds gross.
1: It does sound very gross. And but you know what, though? The thing is, is, like, I don't put it past the world for that to be false. Yeah. Because yeah. this has happened before.
0: Specifically in a haunted house?
1: Well, not in a haunted house, <laughs> but, like, in general. Yeah. Which is scarier—that it, it's happened outside of a haunted house?
0: Yeah, I think we we had talked about it before. There was that one guy in Germany that people signed these release forms and they let a, they let this dude like eat them. Yeah, which is really upsetting. That's
1: weird. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, everyone has their own thing, I guess. I guess Not so. It's
0: like just eat—I don't know—eat some celery or something, or drink drink more water. Maybe you're just hungry.
1: All right, I'll tell one more. Okay. Is there time for one more?
0: Yes, there's plenty of time.
1: This one I um, I found and I labeled it Slenderman with a question mark. Okay. A photograph um, allegedly leaked from Erie, PA Police Department appears to show a disproportionately large handprint on a window of a missing student's dorm room.
0: Gross. You can look up
1: the photo. It it looks like the palm of a hand and the fingers as if they were super long.
0: It doesn't look smeared or anything. It doesn't. Look
1: looks smeared. It looks pretty intact, but it looks like the palm. And then the fingers are pretty high. So yeah. it looks like a very long hand.
0: Well, I don't like, I don't like this.
1: And this is an actual case, but this is what was actually on the window that they found suspicious. So a 19 year old Elizabeth Heltzer disappeared from her dorm room in edinburgh university of pennsylvania on the night of february 12 2007. her room was located on the third floor of the building the door was locked and there was no ledge outside of her window her roommate awoke in the morning having heard nothing unusual overnight and simply assumed that Elizabeth had left to go to class early. Her roommate later told investigators that when she noticed the handprint, she screamed and immediately knew that something was not okay with Elizabeth. She said that Elizabeth kept telling her all week that something had been strange, and it seemed just unreal. A previous evening, Elizabeth had remarked to her friends That she had a strange experience walking back to her dorm from a late night of dance rehearsal.
0: Oh, I already, yeah, now now I don't like this one.
1: Yeah, she made her way across campus and gradually got the uneasy feeling that someone was watching or following her.
0: This reminds me of that one story you told about the guy and the dancing guy.
1: Yeah, he was terrifying. She seemed so relieved when she got back to her dorm room again, but that night she was gone. There was no trace of Elizabeth yet ever found. The investigators have called it one of the most baffling missing persons case of their careers. Since the image has been circulating the internet for nearly a few years, it is difficult to say for certain if it's genuine, although it matches what the students and the investigators have described. You'd think our suspect would be pretty easy to find on the spot, but that he must stick out in a crowd with around 11-inch fingers. But they can't find anyone.
0: I'm trying to see if I can find... I want to find a photo of this.
1: Yeah, if you look it up, just put Erie PA or you can put Edinburgh University handprint. I'm sure it'll come up, but it is really creepy. I mean, I don't hold too much clout with it. But it is unusual that she was a little freaked out and then that handprint was part of the evidence found.
0: Yeah. I can't find it. I'm just I, I keep finding pictures of balloons, but I'll I'll look for it later <laughs> I guess. But that's really that's really strange.
1: Yeah, it almost looks like it's kind of black, black soot. It's like not a, like a greasy handprint. It's like a black sooty handprint. And it's very unusual. And even though, you know, you might say that someone put there, there to stage it or whatever, it still was found the night that she was missing.
0: Is that on the inside or the outside?
1: I'm not sure.
0: Because, like, yeah, I don't know. That's really peculiar. It's very peculiar.
1: Yeah, it's very unusual, and I don't know. I mean, the whole missing case was pretty creepy, but that's my ending creepy campfire story. What happened to Elizabeth?
0: Do you want, is there still campfire sound going on?
1: Yeah. Are you putting it out? Are you putting out the campfire now? I'll put it out. Are we going to bed? (laughs) Okay, good (laughs) night. But yeah, that's just my creepy campfires. I think that telling campfire stories is a long tradition and I think it's really cool and it's really fun. And I'm sorry that a few people have to ruin it for people because I think it's great.
0: I think they're awesome. I think also like the whole idea of creating your own campfire stories. It's fun. Storytelling is good for your brain. It's fun to be creative.
1: Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, Plus, and- it's really
0: cool to scare your friends.
1: <laughs> yeah, there are a few camps out there that are still letting people... Tell the old school urban legends like the story of Cropsy and stuff like that, but they're letting them tell them during the day, which it's like okay, <laughs> fine, but you know it kind of ruins the scary part of it. I think. Yeah. And we like scary things, so yeah, that's it.
0: We sure do. Well, there's a new Guillermo del Toro movie coming out, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark.
1: Yep, and that's what made me think of it because I'm like, that was such a big popular book that of course every time you had a sleepover and it was night time or you're having a little fire with your friends that book came out and now that that movie is being made i think that's really cool that we're bringing it back into rotation
0: so do i how weren't there like three of those books or I like think so. two or three there or something there was a lot yeah there were a lot
1: but yeah that's my topic this week i hope you like the scary stories maybe people pass them along and kind of tell them to their friends
0: i hope so Okay. Okay, great.
1: Little haunted housekeeping? Yeah, I think so. Little campfire dust up?
0: Yeah, let's pour a (laughs) bunch of water on the fire and then kick it around.
1: We'll close up the campfire. We'll go in the house. Finish your topic. Yeah okay that sounds good okay it's getting a little too scary out here okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> i think it's funny because we're sitting across the table from one another and just you saying it's getting scary out here in real life and to it's me. three
1: o'clock on a sunday
0: yeah it's very funny okay okay <laughs> uh well we'll see everybody in the haunted housekeeping zone in three two one
1: this week's Haunted Housekeeping, we want to give a little shout out to a really cool convention that is going to be taking place in Ohio that we are going to do our first live show at. It is called Midori Con, which I found out Midori means green. Oh, good. I think because they like upcycle things and they are very community related and all that stuff.
0: And they only eat grass. And they
1: only eat grass, but it's a full weekend, Friday through Sunday of just all things really nerdy. I mean, there's Mario kart races. There's events. There's shows. Obviously, we're going to be performing there. There's artists. There's all sorts of things.
0: It looks like a really fun time. Midori Con is September 13th through the 15th at Deer Creek State Park, right outside of, I almost said beautiful, right outside of pretty nice Columbus, Ohio. (laughs) If you'd like to find out more about Midori Con, follow along. Heck, even get a ticket or two. Uh, You can go to MidoriCon.com. That is M-I-D-O-R-I-C-O-N.com. Or go to their Instagram or their Twitter or their Facebook just by searching up MidoriCon.
1: Yeah. um, One cool thing that I'm really excited about is that there are going to be real live wolves there that you can pet and kiss on their little faces.
0: That's absolutely true. Now, Lindsay and I have been using a special type of toothpaste and lip gloss just to get our lips ready and our (laughs) mouths ready to kiss sweet little baby wolves on the mouth. So again, that's MidoriCon, head to their Instagram, their Twitter, their Facebook, or even go to their website. If you want to come and see our first live show ever and meet us and hang out with us, I guess that sounds weird to say, but that's a thing. You absolutely can. There are still rooms available. And heck, again, you can even cosplay as your favorite, I don't know, Pikachu.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And you, it's great. You can get a day pass and just spend the day there. Or if you want a full weekend, you can get a full weekend pass. It's not expensive and you can book a room. The The place that it is at, the Deer Creek State Lodge, is absolutely beautiful. There's tons of things to do outside, within the convention, outside of the convention. Just go check it out.
0: There's even a pool, so hey, you can jump in it.
1: Maybe you just like swimming and that's all you want to do. That's fine. Come to Ohio, get your dip on.
0: (laughs) Our show is also a proud, supportive, enthusiastic, and jubilant member of the Scavengers Network, super top secret, but not really, family of podcasting buddies and friends.
1: You can find our podcast or many other wonderful podcasts at scavengersnetwork.com. Um, you can also find us on social media at Spooky Spouses, or if you want to surf the Scav fam, you can do at Scavengers Network.
0: And we also have a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network and help support the show, help support the network and help us create fun and exciting content for each and every one of you absolutely so hey you can donate a dollar all the way up to seven thousand dollars but
1: not over seven thousand
0: no it stops there please
1: cap at that
0: yeah just chill
1: (laughs) w-i-d-k
0: is your morning commute too much fun? Do you wish listening to the radio sucked even more? Join fish stick. It stops you from pooping, but it has its own good chemicals that fight the bad chemicals in you, and that's why yogurt's good for you.
1: Lulu. I don't like shellfish to eat. It feels wrong, like you're just prying open someone's house and you're like, <laughs>
0: The Professor. If you really think about it, a hot dog is just a soft shell bologna taco. And mulch. I don't want a body like John Cena because
1: that just seems like a lot of extra spaces to have to
0: clean. Like, there's a <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) reason he's completely shaved this is i don't know radio the only show that delivers more than you wanted and less than you hoped for search w-i-d-k in your podcast app welcome back every human on earth Who's listening to our show. Uh, Molly is taking a nap in the center of the room, and it's surprising because she usually makes a lot of noise when we record, and it's also very cute.
1: It's very cute.
0: She's being very cute. So welcome to the second half of the show, but we're going to start calling it, at least this episode, the Nap Half the thirty-minute nap,
1: <laughs> the thir- Molly Nap Zone, the
0: Molly Nap Zone for thirty minutes, and then she'll be wide awake as soon as we're done recording. And if we're lucky, she'll be wide awake within uh, ten minutes. Yeah, and then either Lindsay or I will be petting her so she doesn't ah uh, cry. <laughs> well, Lindsay, do you want a little bit of breaking booze first, or do you want uh, a little bit of uh, Area Fifty-One updates? <laughs>
1: well i feel like every week it's kind of the same thing
0: with area 51
1: well you have breaking booze in area 51
0: (laughs) yeah well you know there's only a couple more weeks until alien stock is popping off i know september 20th yeah what do you want
1: i'll do breaking booze first
0: okay well this breaking booze like, this is as breaking as it gets because this happened the second we sat down to record. Mm. This story popped up. Okay. I even checked out my local haunts, my local spots, and there was nothing. And then all of a sudden, well, wouldn't you know it, a story popped up.
1: It was meant to be. It
0: was meant to be. So this has kind of been a running theme with the Breaking Booze. So, I again, it's hard to tell if it's copycat stuff or if it's actually happening. But three people spotted a pterodactyl in Arizona.
1: Yeah, the same pterodactyl?
0: It might be. Or maybe it's its brother or sister or mom or dad or, or boyfriend, girlfriend.
1: So they well they saw the pterodactyl at different times. I think three so. Three people didn't see the same pterodactyl.
0: I think three people saw the same pterodactyl at the same time.
1: So it could be a dactyl family
0: could be a dactypham. okay yeah it's hard to tell okay uh the sighting so i'm reading this directly off of cryptozoologynews.com because this literally just happened so i didn't have time to pick and pull
1: okay uh
0: and that's just a fun thing to say pick and pull do you want to try
1: pick and pull
0: that was fun for you i bet
1: yeah i think you had a little more fun okay okay
0: well this sighting lasted about two minutes the story was submitted by a 44-year-old woman who did not give her name. And she says, quote, I said, look at that bird. What kind of bird is that? And then her daughter said, it's a bat. And then she said, no, it's too big to be a bat. And it has a tail. It looks like a pterodactyl.
1: Oh. End
0: quote. The woman described the big flying thing as being featherless and having a tail with something at the very end of the tail.
1: Like a dragon? Or like a pterodactyl, I guess. I don't know. Do pterodactyls have a thing at the end of the tail?
0: According to this drawing, this pterodactyl has like a little fin or something at the end of its tail.
1: Oh, does she draw that?
0: No. Oh, Come on. I was
1: going to say, that's the best eyewitness drawing I've ever seen in my life.
0: That uh, that, that was taken from, it says, Exhibit Museum. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I don't know where that is. The The woman says, quote, It was black and it did not soar. It was flapping its wings to fly. It had scalloped wings like a bat. Uh-huh. Okay. That's, that all seems fine. And then as cryptozoology news usually does it also links you to other stories that are similar but this literally just happened on august 16th which is very recently but this story just popped up as soon as we sat down to record okay so where
1: was this at in arizona arizona <sighs> they're getting a lot of activity over there in the west coast lately
0: Oh, you mean in the uh, in the Southwest?
1: Yeah, like I mean, you have like all these sightings going on. You have the Area Fifty One raid going on. You like there's a it's a busy time for them over there.
0: It's a very busy time for them, and you know what? Good for them because not I really don't think a ton happens in the Southwest.
1: Yeah, maybe they need a little attention.
0: Although I really want to go to New Mexico and just eat a bunch of really good New Mexican food and like chill. I'm just, again, I'm just very hungry all the time. Okay. Okay. Well, there are two small updates from the discussion board on the Area 51 raid. Uh, One person says that everyone needs to bring a Nerf gun and they could have the world's largest Nerf battle in history. Oh, okay. Now that I think implies that they're not going to actually storm the base, that they're just going to fight with nerf guns
1: yeah that's gonna be a mess to clean up
0: that will be a mess to clean up it'll be much safer
1: yeah 100 percent safer man nerf is gonna like yep they're gonna sponsor this because they're gonna be like yep you're gonna buy all our nerf guns they have to be nerf don't get knockoffs don't be a loser
0: don't get snurf get nerf <laughs>
1: uh
0: i remember i don't think i ever owned a nerf gun but uh our buddy brandon who had the small wing dark claw incident
1: right he had
0: rest in peace uh if you're actually dead yeah but he had a ton of nerf guns at his house
1: i think we had a few did you You didn't have any nerf guns that really surprises me with two like older brothers and a sister no. like i just feel like you would have nerf guns
0: no never had a nerf gun Mm. i wasn't very uh nerfy i wasn't very nerfy (laughs) even though whenever i'd go to friends houses I loved getting nerfy, <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know? Uh, hey, Michael, want to come over and play get a little nerfy up in this bee? <laughs> 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 I was gonna try to replace it, but I couldn't think of anything.
0: I'm gonna put a beep noise there. <laughs> Is that cool?
1: No, because I don't want to even insinuate that I was swearing. <laughs> I was gonna say beehive, but then it didn't come out. It didn't work.
0: Beehive.
1: <laughs> because I was like, well, that still sounds like I'm what I'm trying to say, and then I, my brain malfunctioned. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You want to play some nerf over in this beehive see i think that sounds great i think that sounds really good oh well mark it everybody episode what is this 88 Lindsay's brain Lindsay's brain malfunction for a minute um another person said i don't even know why i haven't even thought about this or any of us have this guy says so this is happening on my birthday if i'm not celebrating with a ufo or in a ufo with other life forms then we've failed i've got high hopes peeps Ooh, peeps. So imagine celebrating the storming of Area 51 on your birthday. Yeah. Or imagine <laughs> getting destroyed by the harsh desert or the military.
1: Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. On your
0: birthday. Yeah. Or everyone will just reroute and go to alien stock.
1: Yeah, because people are still like planning on storming it, right? Yeah.
0: I think now you have two groups of people. You have people who are going like, oh, this was all like a funny, goofy joke. Yeah. Um, We were all just kind of playing around in this beehive. And then they (laughs) all moved over to alien stock. And they're doing the music thing. And then you have people who are like, We've always been looking for an excuse to storm this place. We're going to take back our aliens. Then you have those diehards who are going to be doing that, I bet. That
1: they're yeah, yeah, 100%.
0: So, I think that well, if we'll you see. Well, yeah, I think we will. I mean, we have less than a month and then we're literally going to see what happens. Yeah. I'm nervous.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm a little scared for them because I'm like, uh. Don't know how this is gonna go. What
0: I'm also scared too, if this music festival does happen to plan an entire music festival in like a month.
1: Good luck. That's
0: a lot. Now I did for the first time, I went to the Alien Stock Festival website.
1: Okay.
0: And they have a cool graphic on the front. Alien and like there's (laughs) like dancing going on. Yeah. But one thing that I really liked a lot is in their menu where you can go to different sections of the website. There's a section that says leave no trace. And it says this is directly from the website. I'm not sure if our friend Maddie Roberts wrote this or not, but this is directly from the website, quote, We love this aspect of Burning Man, so we're going to honor their efforts by extending this movement. We want to respect the earth and the residents of Rachel, Nevada. So please help us in efforts to leave this place cleaner than we found it. We believe this needs to be implemented more in festival culture. Feel free to stay on the 23rd and help us collect all the leftover trash. Leave Good. Leave no trace.
1: Perfect. I think that's great.
0: So do I. And they were also saying on there, you know, like being kind to... I think it was on the article I read last week. It said that there were 100 residents there. But then on the Alien Stock website, it said that there are 50 residents there. <laughs> so... Anywhere so
1: fifty from... of them went out to get groceries and never came back.
0: Yeah, in the span of a week.
1: Ooh, maybe that story that I said, maybe that's not Slenderman because I just kind of assumed maybe it was Slenderman. Maybe it was an alien. Aren't aliens supposed to have really long fingers?
0: Very long. And
1: she disappeared without a trace. I think I was on. I don't know how I could have been not on the alien suspicion.
0: Well, I think it's because you think aliens are silly, so well, your, yeah, that's your true. brain typically goes to something else. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but Slenderman. I mean,
0: yeah, but sl- I okay. What's creepier, Slenderman or Slenderman or yeah. aliens? What's creepier,
1: Mr. Slenderman? I
0: think Slenderman's way creepier than aliens. Yeah, he is. Because is there proof or any evidence of Slenderman? Not really. There's more quote unquote proof of extraterrestrials, but the whole concept of just a really tall Slenderman,
1: lanky guy that finds you in the woods—that's creepy. Chases you. Yeah.
0: Ugh, yeah, I don't like it.
1: Mm-mm. Well, should we answer a couple of uh, spooky hotline questions?
0: Yes, I think that sounds like a great idea. So we've gotten a few goodies okay. uh, in the past week or so, and we're going to answer two of them right now. I'm ready. Which one do you want first? Do you want... The two, z- two. Okay, I don't even know which one two is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, here comes number two. Okay. Arbitrarily, here's <laughs> number two.
2: Hi, this is uh, James from Leesburg, Virginia. I'm part of the Scavengers Network along with Spooky Spouses. And um, I know a lot of people that were born today on August 18th. um, And I was wondering if there's anything particularly spooky about August 18th that has caused so many people to be in my life that were born on this particular day. Um, I'm not sure if it's a cryptid or some sort of uh, magic spell or... Uh, if there's some sort of maybe alien interference i'm not sure these are just you know spitballing i'm not an ex- expert that's why i'm calling you guys so uh i love the show and i love you guys and i will talk to you uh later but like not about this maybe maybe about maybe about this but it's a it's like a voice it's a voicemail that you'll answer but i get you know whatever um okay uh okay bye
1: Okay, hi James. Basically, he knows a lot of people that have August 18th birthdays. Yes. And he thinks it's weird.
0: I also think it's weird.
1: It is kind of weird. I mean, what's so special about that number?
0: I don't know. I have a little bit of information about the number eighteen. Do you have any information about the number eighteen?
1: Well, I looked up some stuff about the August eighteenth birthday astrology.
0: Well, let's let me just do this. Let's I'll start with just 18 okay and then we'll get more specific into the birthday stuff okay the numerology of number 18 deals with humanitarianism now that's a big word independence (laughs) and building something of lasting benefit the underlying idea is the welfare of humanity a person with a birth date of 18 is accepting and kind-hearted and works well with others so that's what I have about August 18th. It okay. also, a lot of the graphics that went along with it are like, you know, planets or like a sunrise or, uh, yeah, it just looks very cool.
1: Okay. That's so all I it seem- know. So nothing spooky. Seems pretty... Seems, you know what I'll say?
0: Seems pretty chill dude
1: um some people that have august 18th birthdays that are famous are edward norton
0: i like edward norton
1: uh patrick swayze rest in peace maybe it's a swayze ghost maybe that swayze ghost is back to haunt you that's why you're thinking about it (laughs) <laughs> it could be <laughs> <laughs> there's uh dennis leary andy samberg a lot of dudes
0: yeah a lot of dudes a lot of
1: dudes um i forget her name madeline uh something from riverdale the oh, smoking yeah. hot redhead that's right that i love i just know her as cheryl blossom mm-hmm. um what do we have here Caitlin Olson from Always Sunny.
0: For some reason I thought you were gonna say I, I guess I like didn't know the Olsen twins first name for a minute and you said Olsen. I'm like, wait, just one of the twins is <laughs> born third on third Olson.
1: Um there is actually a third Olson. That's right. Yeah, I love Olsons. Um Leo's Leo's born on August eighteenth, have a great mental, Mentical. Have a great <laughs> mental I don't have a great mentical right now. Um have a great mental and physical endurance. Okay. That's good. They are willing to take chances and get a thrill out of living dangerously.
0: Now, that does not sound like my cup of tea. No. I like to live (laughs) cautiously, but also very quietly break rules.
1: Yeah. Well, their boldness is part of their attractiveness. Friends and lovers, they prefer to keep friendships on an intimate level because they have the ability to inspire. And they make fine mentors as well as friends.
0: Well, that's great.
1: Yeah, so it seems like pretty good. Uh, They have a genuine love for good food.
0: No, I'm Um, down with that.
1: So maybe hang out with your Leo friend because they love good food.
0: I'm not a Leo and I love food.
1: Yeah, maybe you're a secret Leo. I I could be.
0: I don't think I'm that bold.
1: You can be sometimes. All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One, uh, you know, I was also thinking about this about just 18 in general is that that's when you can go and get some sweet tattoos. Yeah. You can go get a sweet nose ring. You can go buy your first vape. And so
1: I don't know if there's like anything scary about August 18th. I mean, I wasn't finding anything <sighs> particularly scary except for maybe Patrick Swayze's haunting you on his birthday.
0: Yeah, it could be Patrick Swayze. Uh, could Swayze could be. Okay. Yeah. What about this? What's one plus eight? Nine. Correct. And I don't even have to double check it because I know we're right. <laughs> Okay, so
1: I had to think about it. Yeah,
0: I do too. Okay. So okay. One plus eight is nine. Yeah. And then nine is divisible by three. Sure. Three goes into nine three times. So you have three 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 times two is six six six.
1: Oh, so it's like a demonic thing. Could
0: be wow, a very you really like broke that down. I did. Well, I'm a very um <laughs> probably too smart. So it could James it could either mean
1: you have a lot of really fun friends that you hang out with or you're hanging out with demons.
0: Yeah, are like almost demons because it's yeah. not as blatant, and it requires almost like CSI level uh, investigation from you and I. And it's like
1: six degrees of Kevin Spacey, or six degrees from Patrick Swayze, or
0: a few degrees from demonic activity. Yeah, because of the whole six thing.
1: Oh, I said Kevin Spacey, and that's not it at all. It's Kevin Bacon.
0: Kevin Bacon. Yeah, that's. I what was right. just
1: trying to rhyme Swayze. <laughs> and it backfired.
0: That's okay. Man, well,
1: I, my brain does not work today. I am not a Leo.
0: No, but you know what? I think I'm one...
1: A, I'm a dumpy... <laughs> Okay. But dumpy Libra.
0: <laughs> a Dumpy. Well, if you're a dumpy Libra, then I'm a farty Taurus. <laughs> uh, but one thing that's nice, uh, James, is that I, you know, Lindsay and I are both flattered that you called us experts, but we've also never said that we're smart. I think that we've also, or we, that we've actually implied the opposite of that many times. So yeah. I hope any of this helps. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it does. Or if
1: it doesn't at all, then I'm sorry that this, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm sorry too. Uh, how about this though? One thing we know just about those people in general, just continue to have them as friends because they're bold and loyal and, and they like nice. like good food. And then maybe, yeah, go out to eat with them a bunch.
1: Unless they're a part of the Donner party, then maybe don't go out to eat with them. It's trick.
0: Yep, it is trick.
1: They're going to eat you
0: don't do it. <laughs> be careful, James, but also be bold, but also be careful. Okay. You want another voicemail? Yep. Okay. Here we go.
3: Hey guys, this is Alina from Cincinnati, Ohio. I want to say I love the podcast. Great stuff. So anyway, I am going to go to Zach Bagans' Haunted Museum next week in Vegas for my birthday. And I've been following the paranormal supernatural stuff for as long as I can remember. I have a lot of uh, random trivia facts, uh, just way too much knowledge about this stuff. And um, so they make you sign a waiver before entering the museum because, uh, you know, lots of bad energy. They actually had to close down one of their new exhibits um, because uh, of, of how it was making guests feel and act. So I'm actually kind of worried uh about going in and potentially inviting something in or bringing it back to Ohio with me. Um, you know, I've always been a believer in all of this, and uh this is my first time kind of experiencing it firsthand and seeing really well-known haunted artifacts. Um, so I didn't know if you guys had any suggestions on how I can maybe mentally prepare myself um, to make sure that I'm protected going in and coming back. Um, you know, I wanna be respectful to these things and, and to the, you know, negative energies. I, I don't want to antagonize them, but I am I I wanna see it. I want to experience it, but not experience it that I get possessed. So anyway, um any suggestions you guys have that uh I it's gonna be a safe tour and um I will not get possessed, that would be great. Thanks. Bye.
1: Okay, first, jealous you're going to the haunted Zach Baggins Museum. Yeah,
0: we've been wanting to go there for a very long time.
1: Because it seems wonderful. Sec- second?
0: Second? Let's both say it at the same time.
1: What What do we say? One our, thing to prevent from a haunted thing coming back? Yes.
0: Our, and just like, yeah, one thing to prevent that. Yes. Okay, ready? Okay, we'll do three, two, one, say it. Okay. Three, two, one. Raincoat. Lead. Okay, that's close. I said lead.
1: Why lead? Aren't those what the
0: radioactive. Don't you like wear like a lead thing when you get like an x ray? Like the like thing at the dentist? Oh, like the
1: little. Yeah. Yeah,
0: steel. Just wear one of those.
1: But what would that do? That would just Uh, prevent you from getting x ray poisoning.
0: Well, maybe they use that energy. (laughs) (laughs) But hold on. Wait. Why is mine so weird? You said raincoat.
1: I I don't know. In case. (laughs)
0: Hey, hey, <laughs> Judgy Jane. <laughs> why, why, why the raincoat?
1: Maybe it protect protects him from scratching you. Have you ever tried to scratch someone in a raincoat? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Let me hold on. Let me think. No, I haven't actually. Which is It's weird. hard
1: to do. Yeah, because you can't scratch in a raincoat. Say it's raining there. You're protected. <laughs> okay. Say. Um, plus, you might like cool. You, the new movie, It's Coming Out, in that like yellow raincoat, you'll look cool. Yeah.
0: And they'll um, be like, oh, she's cosplaying as the kid. <laughs> but wait, but no. But if you cosplay as the little kid in the yellow jacket, he gets he's the first one to get swooped up and swallowed by that yeah. nasty thing.
1: Yeah, but by Pennywise. But the thing, though, is like, okay... The other ghosts there are like, oh, that's Pennywise's kid. We don't mess with Pennywise's hands kid. Off. Yeah, but hands Pennywise off. isn't there.
0: Okay. Pennywise well, is. We don't know he's that. He's
1: in the sewer somewhere else.
0: Well, Pennywise is Tim Curry, and we all know that.
1: Yeah, and I don't know what he's been up to.
0: Tim uh, Tim Curry works security at Zach Bacon's <laughs> haunted museum.
1: <laughs> oh my God! If he did like that, would ten times bring my desire to go? Like, I would seriously save up money right now to go to that museum, just to have Tim Curry greet me and show me through the haunted museum.
0: Do you weren't are you bragging uh off mic a few week a few weeks ago about your really good tim curry impression or were you not
1: i don't think i have it. <laughs> i like which tim curry like tim curry like the clue yeah. or like Pennywise? Yeah, sure. any just or, like, like
0: classic tim curry oh
1: man i don't i don't have one <laughs> so, it's hard well i had to well, do it's kind of proper but i like, had to
0: do count dracula or count whatever yeah so i think you need to show everyone your cool tim curry impression
1: um hello <laughs> Is that good? That was, was it, fine. Okay. Yeah, that was good. What's yours then?
0: Um, right this way. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Tim Curry.
1: But seriously, okay, okay. So we need to protect her from any spirits coming back. Well,
0: I think a raincoat is a good idea, seriously, okay, for scratches.
1: For scratches and because you're Pennywise's kid now. Yeah. Anytime you wear a yellow raincoat, you are now Pennywise's child. Yeah, sorry. It's a rule. Well,
0: I have a yellow raincoat for real.
1: Sorry. Oopsie. Well... <laughs> Mine's mine's like a berry color, so. So there. Maybe I'm RuPaul's girl. Lucky you. I'm okay you. with that. Yeah, okay. that's fine. Um, Well, okay. First of all, I would be lying if I said I wouldn't be mad if she brought haunted things back to Ohio because we are in Ohio.
0: Yeah, what and what a cool so, story. like,
1: cool. But for her sake, I would say just maybe tell, like, okay, so I don't like spiders at all. Okay. But I am willing to live in the house with them. Sure. So our rule, as you know, is... I tell the spiders to stay downstairs. Yeah. I tell them all the time. And when they come upstairs, they die because they've broken the rule.
0: Yes. They've deliberately disobeyed so, you. That's a Lion King quote.
1: Exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> so I Simba them. So <laughs> I would just maybe tell the objects that they need to stay there you know they don't come with you and if they come with you there's consequences
0: yeah you get to punch their lights out you
1: get to punch the the beehive out of them
0: (laughs) (laughs) here's my plan
1: okay in that
0: museum there is a wide array of haunted objects yeah i would say before you go if we've caught you before you're leaving on your trip or if you're there now i think what perfect place in las vegas Go to as many religious centers as you can and get a blessed or a holy item from each of those religions and bring those with you there. Like, you know, you have yeah. like some holy water or something else along those lines like that fits other things because I don't know what the heck the Dybbuk box is is or like where it was made or whatever i don't know that much about it but i think that maybe if you just wear all of them as a necklace then you have just this power or
1: under your raincoat
0: wear it over the coat okay no wear it under the coat and then if a ghost starts to approach you and be like i don't care you're pennywise's kid
1: oh you can like then you you can pop it open really slightly uh -uh. like how people like on cop shows old cop shows do when they show their gun they're like well you better not mess with me because i got this rosary
0: then you show them your yeah like power charm that's essentially or just take one item and take that one item it'll be it'll be less cumbersome and walk around to each religious center or get a higher up in all of those religions to bless your thing and then you're like I got this power charm
1: well the thing I have a problem with that is like not all demos or ghosties like respect the cross of the holy water or things like that they don't react to that so I'm trying to think like what could you bring that would actually make the ghost scared of you? I got it. What?
0: I got it, right? I'm
1: surprised yeah, we, haven't,
0: we, we haven't thought about this earlier. What? Under your raincoat, because raincoats are for sure, has to be yellow. Yeah. Just get a shirt that says talk to the hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know? Or a t-shirt that says like, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Yeah, Trademark. Or yeah. Or,
0: like, or just wear, uh, I mean, maybe the first time you're ever going to own one of these, but just get a shirt with the Ghostbusters logo on it. It quite literally says no ghosts
1: oh yeah if you just like straight up are like hey no
0: i'm wearing a shirt too
1: that says no you like respect like because inside the museum i'm sure there are like no smoking signs and stuff and the ghost follow those rules of
0: course they do so
1: maybe they'll follow a rule that actually has what is that little cross out thing called the circle just with like the, cross.
0: the the like no sign i guess yeah i, don't really I think know. there's
1: a name for it but um I'm not look if it, it just says that and then like maybe there's nothing in the circle because it's a ghost and they're you can't see them so That's it just fine. says no you know it's just insinuated that it's a no ghost. nothing no nothing
0: <laughs> or if you really quickly get a t-shirt made online i prefer custom ink you know there's there's many websites but you get just on the shirt says ghosts uh or ghosts following me home yeah. And then you get the no sign through that. No yeah. ghosts following me home.
1: Well, that's a good idea because you don't want to necessarily say no ghosts because then you, you aren't experiencing any of that activity. Yes, true. You just don't want them to come home with you.
0: Because ghosts are extremely literal. So if they are like yeah. no ghosts in general, oh, okay, fine. I get it. I understand. I respect your I, I shirt. Respect it's like those shirt.
1: parking signs. So it's like no parking on Wednesday through Saturday, but after five o'clock. And like, it's too confusing. Like just make yeah. it pretty simple saying like don't you can come out you can Mm -hmm. say hi you can do whatever you want don't you can't you can try to scratch me i got this coat on though you're not gonna get through but Mm. don't come home with me that's true or even
0: Mm. if you don't want the no sign because maybe it interrupts your whole flow of the shirt yeah please don't possess me or follow me home dear all ghosts yeah please don't just leave just kind of leave me alone yeah a little bit
1: yeah and then maybe on the way out tim curry blesses you yeah (laughs) <laughs> then you're good to go
0: see you later that's <laughs> i don't have a very good tim curry uh i mean i'm not don't really have a good much but I that's do okay love tim curry though yeah so do i so maybe that helps for yeah. sure, raincoat though.
1: Yeah, I think we're pretty. Yeah, you made fun of my raincoat, but no, I like it. I think I think the raincoat's a good idea. Well, you
0: made fun of my X-ray vest.
1: Yeah, but who's who's wearing the X-ray vest and who's wearing the raincoat right now? We're all wearing the raincoat.
0: Well, yeah, we're kind of all doing the raincoat. They're, plus, thing. they're
1: easier. It's <laughs> easier like, to do if
0: you like you if you all meet each other like a bunch of people meet each other at the at the haunted museum and one person shows up. <laughs> we're all kind of doing the raincoat things, so and the one
1: person wearing the vest, which is you like me? has to oh. sit aside yeah well
0: that's fine just cool. give me something from the gift shop
1: well, well alina hopefully,
0: hopefully that helps and also happy birthday when you go
1: yeah and have so much fun
0: yeah touch a bunch of stuff <laughs> just put you <do> like just <laughs> quick like a quick little
1: i don't that defeats the purpose then yeah, things like, will come home with you just a
0: quick little oops oop like a quick little <laughs> touch uh well i think that's all our show yeah okay well fine
1: we'd like to say thank you to eli rexford chambers um you can find him at at eli who does music on social media for writing our tunes at the beginning the middle and the end and watch out because he will follow you home
0: <laughs> yeah his <laughs> uh his spirit form will le- you'll you'll see it leave his body and he'll walk backwards uh walk away backwards very slowly and then his spirit attaches to you yep good luck We'd also like to thank every single person and our beautiful boss baby boy, Colin M. Parker, and everyone over at the Scavengers Network for having our show. It's a wonderful, fun, fantastic group of people who have a bunch of fantastic podcasts. Go to thescavengersnetwork.com. Check out the store there. Peep our sitch. Yeah, listen to a bunch of shows.
1: Also, we'd like to thank all of our listeners because without you listening, it's just... Us talking about nothing like we always do.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to update everybody on Molly. She has slept the entire time and we're very proud of her.
1: Yes. So, until next week, have a ghost no follow you home week.
0: Ghost no follow you home. (laughs) Until next week, maybe there will be 18 days in your week,
1: which is
0: a lot of days. Maybe it'll
1: be your 18th birthday.
0: And maybe you'll get 18 tattoos.
1: Maybe you'll tell 18 ghost stories.
0: Maybe you're going to see 18 performers at Alien Stock, and one of them is going to be Steve Aoki.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have a spooky week.
0: Okay. Bye. We'll see you. We'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Linz?
1: Yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh,
0: what's up? Nothing. What do you get, talk? Give me a sentence.
1: Um, giving you a sentence, a full sentence. That's it. That's oh. all I got. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Bye. The Scavengers Network.
0: Creator-driven.
1: Community-focused.
0: Treasured content.
1: shy like really really shy listen to our podcast shelly has opinions and you will get to hear five sisters try and guess their sister shelly's opinion on a variety of silly topics she's real shy best muppet dinner companion
0: haunted houses street performers motorcycle sidecars
1: check out shelly has opinions every tuesday and you will hear our shy sister writhe in agony as we discuss the pros and cons on every topic that she doesn't want to tell us about which is everything go to shellyhasopinions.com or wherever you get your podcasts thank you and i love you and goodbye